and welcome to the Healthy Happenings Podcast. I am your host, Dana Burke with OptiFit Nutrition, and I love all things nutrition and fitness. I will be sharing with you my tips and advice that have helped myself and hundreds of our clients achieve their body composition goals and develop a healthier lifestyle overall. Now on to this episode. Hi, and thank you for listening to this episode of our podcast. Today, we're going to talk about how we as nutrition coaches calculate your calories for your goals. Like when you sign up as a client for one of our coached programs, like our one-on-one coaching or our 28-day challenge, how do we determine how many calories that you need to achieve your goals? So a lot of times I will set calories for new clients and the response from them is, oh my gosh, I can't eat that many calories. There's no way I can eat that many calories in a day. So in this episode, I just want to talk about how we actually calculate your calories and what goes into those calculations. So just as a reminder, your calories in versus your calories out or the energy balance is what drives weight loss. And we want that weight to come from body fat and we want to keep as much muscle as possible. But at the very basic level, your calories in versus your calories out will determine what you either lose what you maintain, or what you gain. So if your goal is losing weight, then you want a negative energy balance. So you want to be eating less calories than your body is burning each day. And if you want to maintain weight, then you want to be eating at your daily calorie expenditure. You want to eat the same number of calories that your body burns each day. So you're neither losing weight or gaining weight. And then if you want to gain weight or put on some lean muscle, then you want to be eating more calories than you're expending each day because you need to be adding either um, lean mass or in some cases body fat does come along with that, but that would be a surplus. So you have a deficit when you're trying to lose body fat or weight. You have a maintenance where you're calories in and your calories out are equal. And then you have a calorie surplus if you're trying to add mass. So you might be wondering, well, how many calories does my body burn each day? How do you know that you're putting me in a deficit or at maintenance or in a surplus? How do you know how many calories my body burns each day? And that is where our calculations come in. And there are several different things that make up your total daily energy expenditure, which you may see abbreviated as TDEE. And I'm going to go over those four different things that make up TDEE. The first thing that makes up your TDEE, and it actually makes up the majority of your TDEE, is your basal metabolic rate or your resting metabolic rate. You may have seen this abbreviated as BMR. So everyone has a BMR, and that is the number of calories that your body burns doing nothing. If it were to just lay there, just from its normal daily functions and processes, 
it is burning calories, just living. So that is the number of calories that your body burns at rest. Your BMR makes up about 70% of the total daily energy expenditure that your body burns each day. So that's the biggest part of your TDEE. And your, your basal metabolic rate is based on like your age, your height, your weight, stuff like that. That is what goes into your BMR. The second thing that goes into your TDEE is the thermic effect of food. So these are the calories that your body burns digesting the food that it's eating and absorbing. And I don't know if you have listened to my other podcast on if a calorie is just a calorie, but we talk about the TEF or the thermic effect of food in that podcast. And um, basically the highlights of that is protein has the highest thermic effect, then carbs, and then fat. So it does require calories and your body does burn calories just digesting the food that you're eating. The thermic effect of food makes up about 10% of your total daily energy expenditure. The third component to your TDEE is something called NEAT, N-E-A-T, and it stands for Non-Exercise Activity Thermogenesis. So these are things that are that you do outside of your regular scheduled workout, um, things like parking further away in the parking lot and having to walk further to the front of the store, um, walking the dog, getting in steps because you're wearing, you're wearing your Fitbit or your Apple watch. Um, you're moving around while you're talking on the phone, you're fidgeting, um, things that you're doing and moving and you're not just sitting in a chair. You're not just sitting idle on a couch. You're actually moving and fidgeting and and that is actually burning calories and taking calories to do. So NEAT is oftentimes underrated. So you can make a conscious effort to, you know, do some things to add some steps to your day or add some movement to your day. Like, you know, getting a Fitbit and or an Apple Watch, some kind of wearable device that tracks your steps and setting a step goal for yourself. I do that and... Um, you know, when it's, when I'm really trying to hit that step goal, I'll set it for about 10,000 steps. And, um, it makes me take the, the dog on a walk or take my kids outside on the bike. And all of that contributes to your total daily calorie burn energy expenditure. And your NEAT actually makes up about 10 to 15% of that TDEE. And if you haven't already guessed what the fourth component of RTDEE is, it is your exercise activity thermogenesis, or EAT for short. This is your planned exercise routine. You know, the hour at the gym that you spend lifting weights or a run or playing a sport. It's all your planned exercise. Sadly, your EAT only makes up about 5% of your TDEE. So that's why we always say you can't outwork a bad diet because you're exercising, which also comes with a lot of other benefits, not just calorie burn, but you have mental and physical 
benefits from exercising, cardiorespiratory health, stuff like that. And I think everyone should exercise. I'm just saying that it doesn't make up as much of your TDEE as you would think that it does. So that only makes up about 5% of your total daily calorie expenditure. So using all of those components that we just talked about, your BMR, the thermic effect of food, your NEAT, and your EAT, we determine a total daily energy expenditure for you. And when you sign up as a client with OptiFit Nutrition, we send a consultation form that has a bunch of questions on it, and we get all of this information from you. What do you do for a job? Is it manual labor, or are you sitting at a desk all day long? We get your body stats, your age, your gender, your height, your weight. We find out how many times a week and what type of workouts you're currently doing. So that way we have a really good picture of how many calories we're estimating that you're burning each day, your TDEE. So then from there, we look at what you what your goals are. What did you put on the consultation form? Are you wanting to get down in body fat? Are you wanting to lose 10 pounds? Or are you wanting to actually just maintain a healthy weight? Or is your goal to actually put on some weight, some add some lean mass? So we will either put you in a deficit if you're trying to lose weight, we will put you in a maintenance phase if you are just wanting, you've hit your goal and now you just want to maintain that healthy weight. Or um, if you're looking to add some muscle mass, some body mass, then we'll put you in a surplus. But we use that TDEE that we calculated as the base bef- and then we, then we find your deficit, your maintenance, or your um, surplus. And that's what we give you for your for your daily caloric intake that's your goal so that's how we determine how many calories you should be eating each day if you get your calorie goal from us and you're thinking oh my goodness there's no way that I can eat that many calories just know that what you put on that consultation form was what we used to calculate your total daily expenditure and then put you in the calorie goal that we put you in. Sometimes I will find that people will overestimate their activity. They will have a plan like, okay, I don't do anything right now, but this month I'm going to start going to the gym five days a week. Well, I want to know what you're doing right now because we can always bump up calories if we need to based on how active you are and how many workouts you're doing. But if you're overestimating your activity level, then that might affect the total number of calories that we we give you for your goal. I also find that um, people are, they underestimate what they're actually eating. So I'll give them this goal, say it's 1,500 calories a day. Well, they say that they're logging and they're like, they're, they're only eating 1,000 calories a day. And they're like, there's no way I can eat 1,500 calories. I'm so full. And then I will, you know, talk to them. Are you logging everything? Are you logging your sodas? Are you logging 
your dressings? Are you logging your condiments? Are you logging the butter that you use to cook your chicken breast? And come to find out they have been omitting some of the things that they're actually consuming. So once you add in those things, they are much closer to that calorie goal than they, they thought they were. If you come from a background of dieting, yo-yo dieting, or always chronically dieting, trying to lose weight, you may have cut your calories so low that now when I actually give you calories, which is actually a deficit if you're trying to lose weight and they they look to be so much higher than you're, you've been eating, you may just have slowed your metabolism down by not eating enough. And we actually need to restore your metabolism and get it burning and working again. So we can cut if we need to, but if you've cut your calories so low for so long, we have no room to make any other cuts. So you're just kind of stuck. So we need to get your calories up. We need to get your BMR up and, and then we can actually focus on a deficit. So sometimes you may not be ready for a dieting phase right off the bat. You may need to kind of prime your metabolism and work back into a maintenance level of calories and then do a cut or a dieting phase. I've also had clients, after I give them their calorie goal and they try it out for a few days, they still think that it's too high and they will suggest a number of calories that they think has worked in the past for them. And um, usually it is below their BMR. And so I just want to explain that, you know, going back to the beginning of this podcast, your BMR is your basal metabolic rate. And that is the number of calories that your body burns at rest with no other activity. It's just living and breathing. And that's your BMR. So if you want to be able to work out, you want to be able to go on a walk you want to be able to do activities that you do in a normal day, then you need to eat above your BMR. One last thing um, before we end this podcast is to trust the process. Your coaches, you know, they have had hundreds of clients that have gone through this and likely a lot of those clients were scared, just like you are, that the calories are too high. They're not going to be able to lose any weight. It's going to be a waste of their time. But I can assure you that the calculations that your coach does take into account all of the information that you have provided to us on your consultation form, and they are correct for your goals. And if you are logging consistently and logging accurately, then you will see results and you will see progress. The clients that we see not have results and not have progress are the ones that will log Monday through Thursday and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they don't log anything. Who knows how many calories they are eating um, or clients that will only log they're not using a food scale. They'll only log just estimates, eyeballs of everything. 
um, so they're not accurate with their logging, or clients that will log, you know, really great for two weeks or so. They'll get discouraged because they only lost a pound, and then they'll give up for a week, and then they'll get back on, and it's the whole roller coaster of being consistent and then not consistent. So I will say that this process, it takes time. It takes patience. It takes consistency, but it really truly does work, and you will you will lose true body fat, not just water weight. It's not a fad diet, um, but you will truly lose body fat or achieve your goals, It whatever your goals are, if you actually trust your coach and trust the process and be consistent and accurate with your logging and tracking of your food. If you are consistently logging for a period of time, and we still see no progress. We, as coaches, have a lot of questions that we will go through with you just to make sure that we're not missing anything. And then we can always adjust calories and macros based on the progress and, and based on the results that we're trying to get. So it's not like these calories and macros that we give you at the beginning that you're locked in them forever. No, we will make adjustments because you know, as you lose weight, as you gain weight, whatever it is, we're going to have to be adjusting anyways. I hope this podcast episode was helpful for you today and you understand, have a better understanding of how we calculate your calorie goals and what goes into your total daily energy expenditure. That's it for this episode of Healthy Happenings with OptiFit Nutrition. I am your host, Dana Burke. Thank you for listening today. And if you enjoyed the content of this podcast and this episode, we would love it if you would leave us a review and rate us. We will be sending out some goodies to a few listeners each month that leave a review. If you are new to counting macros or you're a seasoned macro counting pro, We have a 28-day challenge that is for anybody and everybody. If you need that little push or the accountability or you just want to learn how to count macros and calories, our 28-day challenge is perfect for you. If you want to find out when our next challenge starts, you can head to our website at optifitnutrition.com. We will always post the next upcoming challenge so you can enroll in that. Again, thank you for listening. 